part of blindsidepods.com. Hi, I'm calling in with a gripe. My gripe is that day one at MHB Investigations, I was told, hey, the way Kirk Minahan likes to work is he likes to have everything sent to him. Just send him anything. Don't worry about it. Um, he'll, he likes to t- take it all, look at it, read it all, and then sift through and pick out what he likes. That's exactly what I was told. So, on the Minifan show today, when I heard, oh, uh, you know, Kirk, you know, Kirk Basherman, he's got a, he's got a little Tom Petty jingle, and, you know, I, we don't really need to hear his views on the world and how he feels about how the globe covers things. I was thinking, well, MHB's probably going to pipe up any minute now and say, well, Kirk, it's important to understand that uh, he's just doing actually what I told him to do, and, um, you know, if we if we have any um, if we need to critique how he's sending us information, uh, maybe we, maybe we can do that on a conference call. But, but no 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 no, MHB pulls the blade out of DEC's back and jams it into mine. Yep, he doubles down. MHB sits, sits back and goes, "Yeah, he'll sometimes text us two three times in a row. Sometimes he texts us at 11 p.m. It's really a bit much." Well, be warned, people, when you sign up for MHB Investigations, you're also signing up for the back of the bus as he runs it over you. Later, you donkeys. Welcome to a superfan roundtable on the week's events in the world of Kirk Menahan. This is the Menafan Show. It's the Menafan Show, not yet presented by Barstool Sports, and my name is DEC, along with me, MHB, a Twitter troll. A nameless, faceless Twitter troll hiding behind a veil, somebody that clearly would be better off if I put my real name out there. In fact, I think, a bright idea, DEC, I'm not sure if you've heard about this, but I, I actually am of the mind uh, that Twitter should make it a policy, one account per person that you've got to take a picture of your driver's license, your social security number, and every single person only gets one account because it's no fun to have parody accounts or listener interaction and have sporty R. McKenzie's and all that stuff. No, 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 no. We are all serious. We, you know what, you know what people want? People want Twitter to be more like Facebook. And I believe that I do. I would like to see it more like uh, Friendster, except for S.V. Callahan. He can stay, but everybody else, you can go. Foursquare is a really underrated social platform, and uh, I think it would be really good to mirror that. MySpace, that's what I was trying to remember. That's, well, there you go. So MySpace, um, which I think uh, Curtis will be using that soon, considering that he's so sensitive about that pair, the... Uh, the Mutt and Callahan account, which is not verified, <laughs> by the way, which I love. I love that it's not verified. Um, and I know that he's sensitive about it. Uh, and he's also, you know, I almost tweeted, I, I tweeted out today that I was never going to tweet at WEI or Mutt and Callahan again. But I, I almost broke that an, a minute ago because I was just scrolling through the Mutt and Callahan account before I blocked them. And by the way, listeners, you do, do the same. I blocked everybody. Yep. <laughs> blocked everybody. So everybody's blocked. Uh, Mutt, Jerry, Chris, Ken, everybody blocked. Goodbye. Sayonara, suckers. Enjoy irrelevancy. Because as I said today... First starts with the praise and the attaboys and Twitter loves you and you get too big for your britches, i.e. Chris Curtis. Then it moves to some heat. The heat gets turned up, you get a little backlash and you get some hate tweets on Twitter. And then finally, 
today, I think, is the day that this happened. Finally, it's over. The casket is sealed, the dirt's on the grave, and you are in silent irrelevance. And that is where you are now, Mutton Callahan, EEI. We are gone. Ship has sailed. We're on the pirate ship. Hoist the flag. Viva la Kirk, motherfuckers. It's happening. And this is entering the pirate ship through another pirate ship. I look at this as we're not being added to the pirate ship. We're storming the gates, getting on there and taking over. And now there is this whole large amount of talent and shows that we can just screw with. That's right. That's right. And as I would say to our voicemail uh, the that we just played, I think it was Thomas Jefferson, the first president of the United States, said, don't bore us, stick to the chorus. Um, so I like that voicemail just a little long for my part. But, you know, you did. It was a good effort there, uh, bud. Um, and, uh, and, and I look forward to your next uh, text chain uh, that, that I'm sure I'll be getting soon. But yes, a whole <laughs> a whole world, a whole world of co- he called me, by the way. Uh, after the podcast aired with Kirk, the guy. If you guys aren't aware, so this this is the third individual working on the Walsh investigation with Kirk and myself. Um, and you know, Kirk and I, we 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 poked fun at them. Just I think I thought it was in jest. I thought it was very lighthearted. And he called me. I get a missed call. And he texts me like, "You need to call me back immediately." <laughs> so Sensitive. I call, so I call him back. No, he's a great guy. I'm giving him shit. Uh, and so I call him back, and he's like, "What the fuck, man? Why are you shit talking me? I thought you told me that." And it basically was the voicemail that we had reenacted. So I won't have to go into all the details again. But um, but needless to say, he was he was not pleased uh, with it, and he did have something in our. Uh, in our text chain, I think the next day when he texted the the group text that we have, he goes, he goes, uh, he goes. I hope this is, I hope this is sticking to the chorus. But and then he sent something on about you know some really shitty thing that Marty Walsh is doing that you guys will hear eventually. Eventually, there's there's other stuff happening right now. Like in case mm-hmm. you didn't know, I think that Kirk Minahan just signed a contract that he is going to Barstool Sports uh, on Saturday, June the fifteenth. Sorry, we've got other stuff uh, going on. Yeah, Saturdays are for the boys and for anybody else, regardless of how you identify. <laughs> Can we please make that the Minifan Show t-shirts? Like the first t-shirts that we need to release. Credit to Chris and Wakefield, I believe, right? For coming yes. up with that. He he helped me come up with that. Fucking I fantastic. Go, I want to go back to your pal, Mutt, because you're, you're t- talking about W-E-E-I. Who's that? Being, Who's who? Who? Uh, his name is Michael. Mr. Relevancy. Right. Yeah. We're all using it for free. Right. Well, Francesca so how do they get it? Yeah, I, I, I think they, they, want, I think they monetize make, it. I don't think it monetize it. They make <laughs> money <laughs> because of the users, and Listen. whether it's, uh, you know, and the fake they just Mark say, Cannon's balls had, or Jerry Callahan, that's, what's his that's name? a user. Jack uh, Dorsey sitting here, wouldn't he just say, uh, mute him or block him? I mean, oh, yeah, we have, that, we that have is their mechanisms. answer because they don't take it. It's no good if people can go on and talk about Dan Cilio or executives who've maybe had six assistants in the span of three years. That's no good. We can't talk about that stuff anymore because the blowback's coming back on you, buddy. I got to say, for a guy who doesn't follow me, he sure talks about me a whole hell of a lot. And by the way, Mike, you will never follow me. You are now blocked. You are off of the MHB Investigations bandwagon. You are off of Team MHB. Goodbye. See you later. Enjoy, uh, you know, binge drinking with Carter at the Chuck E. Cheese and, you know, stumbling <laughs> home and your DUI checkpoints and your ankle bracelets and all that shit. Because that's your personality now. That's what you 
you've jokes. allowed yourself to be. This is the guy you've become. You you are you are the degenerate slapping his wrist. You are you are the meme of Kramer at the horse racing track. If that's what you think is going to be a compelling personality on the radio, go with God. More power to you. Go for it. Great. More power to you. But for me, I'd rather uh, hitch my wagon to one Kirk Seamus Minahan uh, and support this guy because, as we said all along, everyone was questioning us, saying, "What do you think? What are they, what are we supposed to do? What were they supposed to do?" Well, you know what they could have done if the whole show got fired. You think for one goddamn second that Dave Portnoy wouldn't want to bring wouldn't bring the whole show to Barstool? You're fucking out of your mind. Not it was much, the best but show yeah, Jerry. Not Mutt, of course not Mutt, but Jerry, Kirk, Ken, and Chris. You think that for a fucking second, Portnoy would be that would be that would be by far the best show, if not on the Barstool Channel, on all of Sirius. It would yep. be the best show. So, so, so for anybody that wants to give me another fucking bullshit excuse that those guys' hands were tied, that they were that they were playing it safe, that they've got jobs and they've got families, fuck off. Right. This is case in point for why they should have. Because you know what? If mm-hmm. they showed a little bit of a fucking backbone, they could have been going with Kirk and we could have been having the show that we all fucking loved. But no. They so today, believed, everybody at EEI and the honor talent believed it's going to suck for Kirk to leave, but we held on to the ratings for the most part with Mutt here by himself for a month. Things will be fine. We'll what they on. never realized was that one month where they still did okay without Kirk was because everybody was tuning in to see any news about Kirk, which is yep. why this podcast is so successful. We're at fucking 50,000 downloads a fucking month. Like, okay, I think that there's probably interest in Kirk. So, uh, yeah, I think it might behoove you, Morning Show, to talk about him. Instead of instead of talking about hiding behind a veil, they're the ones with veiled hits at Kirk all day today, totally shitting on Barstool. And now somebody clearly inside the walls of EEI told them that they need to discredit Twitter. That was definitely an edict put out, and I actually have that from Ironhead informing that that's what he was hearing as well, that somebody inside, probably Hannon, because I don't think Zambrano is capable of coming up with an original thought other than what glory hole he wants to go to the next night. Well, it's either that or, or an individual who will remain hairless. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about Mr. Clean? Yeah, Mr. Clean. Maybe Mr. Clean came up with that. He's got a bunch of big time ideas. Your day will come, Mr. Clean. All I got to say is that there is a very special project, multi-episodic project uh, that may be looking into you very uh, shortly. Um, but clearly somebody put the word out that they need to discredit Twitter and they've been doing that. They have been they have been hop along Callahan, corporate Callahan and and you know team Reem coming along with it saying, "Well, I think that everybody needs to have one one Twitter account. And then Reamer comes in, yeah, I agree, I agree. I think that I don't like the Twitter trolls. And everybody is falling in line like good little corporate stooges. And they're saying that, you know what? Twitter doesn't matter. It's not real. Might with the bizarre take that Twitter's going to be gone in a couple years and everybody's going to be looking at themselves, oh, we were so stupid to care about that. This is It's wishful thinking on their part. And honestly, they sound old, out of touch, and they sound like the bitter scorned ex-girlfriend that they just are George to- Costanza they are making every decision they are making they should make the opposite there has been clearly a three-pronged thing that has happened one we're going to discredit Kirk for going to Barstool two we're going to discredit Barstool and three we're going to discredit all of the Twitter people on Twitter well, that's exactly. Yeah, you nailed it it's, perfectly. It's clear there are talking points here. Everybody's yep. saying about the same thing, except for Bradford. 
you think it's you think it's a coincidence, uh, or as Kirk would say, a quinky dinky that uh, that the biggest dummy on radio, Christian Fourier, just randomly knew that there was a seven percent uptick in readership for the weei.com website. No, that was a talking point. Either Bradford or Hannon or Zambrano gave that to him and said this: you, you need to make sure that when when uh, Thornton comes on, which was by the way, I could give two shits about Thornton's article or about Reamer's article because I know the whole reason that they're even talking about this subject was not really because they wanted to talk about it. It's because they wanted to fall into that narrative of discrediting Kirk. Yep. Um, so clearly that was the case. But the other thing about it is for somebody that's trying to discredit Twitter, it's kind of funny and ironic because at the same time, their Twitter has become irrelevant. They're, they're bitching and moaning and, and complaining and Curtis is saying that he wants people to, liars. They want it. Yeah, and Curtis, I think, said that he wanted to call the police. <laughs> He what? wanted to call the police on these fucking uh, on on these Twitter accounts that are going back. They're they're bringing up to going back to somebody's old tweets in two thousand. How 2011. much are you listening to that show? Because I don't listen. I hate at all listen until you at this tell point. me. I, you tell me to listen, and that's when I'll listen to do I some research. Listen. I hate is, listen. Is he really saying I, I would like to call the police? Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And then Callahan was like, him? Callahan was like, well, you can't do that. And here's the thing: this is the sad irony of it. This show used to embrace Twitter and embrace parody accounts. They used to actually find value in it. They thought it was funny. They loved it. They had nothing but positive things to say about the Kirk and Callahan whack packers on Twitter. They loved it. They put, they would retweet them constantly. They would do that all the fucking time. And now nothing. Now Twitter's the big bad guy because as soon as the worm turns and they get a scent a fucking scintilla of backlash and heat they're a bunch of fucking pussies and they backtrack on it it's the the the, the sad irony is that they have become a parody themselves they are now a sad parody of a once great show and now they're 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 parroting uh or, or as mutt would say pidgeting oh it's so funny yeah there's another trope i'm tired of is fucking making fun of how bad mutt speaks can you guys think of something else original to do like other than you know his name is on the show you're gonna shit on him every two seconds talk about it how he can't speak it was funny because Mutt would do it in the moment and it wasn't staged now it's staged 100% it's 100%. 100% staged because they have nothing else yep they they have the same music the same intro the same segments the same headlines everything is done as though Kirk's there but just on vacation they would do themselves a lot better to change the whole format and make it feel like something else Kirk said it when he came on with us it might behoove them to just just go all sporty because right now they're doing this half and half thing where they're kind of making fun of sports but then also talking about it like seriously but one thing i think today at 9 42 a.m they tweeted out a yard sale in front of the net mouth at mutt wei i guess making fun of how bad he speaks um and that has zero likes zero retweets zero comments I they, think this actually, this Kirk thing might actually get people to listen to WEEI less. They may see another cliff go down. This is the kill shot. Uh, I think they also tweeted, tweeted at 9 a.m. Um, good Lord in reaction to uh, Evan Drellick in his little booty shorts looking like an idiot, turning around, shaking his ass for everybody. One like. Uh, one like in, you know, what, fucking 10 hours. Uh they tweeted a story about the Mass Pike. <laughs> One like. Um, they tweeted another Mutt quote. In Bev, yeah, at Mutt WEI. They tweeted that at, at 8.30 a.m. <laughs> zero likes, zero retweets, zero comments. So, so Curtis, Curtis, my man, dude, buddy. Hey, buddy, old pal. Let me sit you down over here. Come on over here. Sit in the corner. Yeah, come on over little, here. Have a steak. Let me mix one pat, in little pat on the back you know let me let me smell your breath here just make sure there's no gin or maybe let's make sure you're not taking shots of uh, of listerine there my man because i don't really know if you're getting any tweets buddy. well how much robert so this is mhb drawing a line in the sand goodbye to weei sayonara we're done we're done 
That's it. It's gone. It's mm-hmm. dead. It's in the past. I I'm love gonna the start. I'm gonna I love start the drops. These clips. I love the drops, but we got to get rid of them. I'm sorry. We just got to do I'm it. I'm of the same opinion. I was going to do a little, you know, are there We can replace we it with Ellie goodbye? Schnitt. Yeah, we can replace it with Ellie oh, Schnitt. Christ. We can replace it with Riggs. We can replace it with who the fuck ever. I don't care. We'll find some idiot at Barstool that we can replace them with. By but the way, we, I want to welcome White Sox Dave to the program as a hey, listener. Hey, White Sox he, Dave. He joined. He's uh, our first Barstool follow on the Minifan Show yes. Twitter account, which, by the way, in less than a month has gotten another hundred. I mean, it's not like we have a, a ton. We've got over a thousand people, which is better than some and less than others. Yeah. But we got like another hundred followers in like two weeks, including White Sox Dave. Including White Sox Dave. So the first of many Barstool. Well, I, I, clearly Kirk was the first Barstool personality to follow us. Um, and now we've got White Sox Dave. We'll have more people coming uh, as the weeks go by, as we as we migrate over to becoming a Barstool podcast. Hopefully. I, maybe. Sent, a, maybe. I sent a private note to Kirk just wishing him well congratulations this is great on the other hand this is ellie schnitt's worst nightmare of the day (laughs) this is the worst day she's ever going to have because she will become the new keith Oh yeah, she clearly is the new. But she's immensely popular, though. She's got like a million followers on Twitter. Um, you know, I think that she's she's not quite for us, is what I would say, um, because there's a lot of content on there that's for everybody. For you know, a lot of you know, they've got the most popular. They've got girls, chicks in the office, and and mm-hmm. call her daddy, which is the most successful podcast by you know by women, you know, in the country. But but remember, Barstool is a sexist, racist, misogynistic organization, so guys. I, I don't want to be called sexist or misogynist. I'm gonna I'm gonna state some facts here yeah ellie schnitt so a a nice looking girl young she works for barstool she lives in manhattan Mm -hmm. she's got a lot of twitter followers you'd say successful constantly talking about every day a first date yeah is there something might not be right there in that equation I mean, but you also have to remember a part of that could be shtick. Like she might because she plays a character on her podcast of that single. Oh, so she's the mutt of of Barstool. Well, but but then there's also like, I don't know if she has like the bandwidth to actually be self-aware of that and like and actually continue to carry on that shtick. We'll see. I think I think what you see is what you get. Is that what you think? Yeah. Well, we'll clearly I mean, hey, listen, if you're listening, I'll listen, Miss Schnitt, I would be more than happy to uh, to take you out in one of those first dates. So I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how riveting the conversation will be, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. And then I put a then I put the oil of a lay mask on my face and and (laughs) I can get pores out of my Um, face. uh, Oh, my God. This this charcoal mask, you have to try it. It's everything. I swear to God. I I almost I came myself three times. Um, No. So I am drawing a line in the sand and I'm also need to draw this line in the sand with the parody accounts. Listen, parody accounts, you're either with Kirk or you're against him. That is the reality, okay? So there's no more of this interaction with the Mutt and Callahan show. There's no more talking about EEI and tweeting at them. It's done. We're done. We're going to move on. I'd say about 99% of them have done that. There are some that are still holding on, though. Let's let's be fair. There are Very some. few. Very few, but there are some that are still holding on. Um, and that needs to end. We, we're done. It's over. Um, they they want to bitch and moan about the negative tweets. That's fine. Guess what? You'll never get a tweet from me or probably 90% of the people that used to tweet you ever again. It's over. 
you lose. Paul Lind can do impersonations of people like Jared Carabas. It's totally okay. He can do rigs. Uh, I'm Jared Carabas. I like the Red Sox. <laughs> oh, my, oh my goodness, that David Price. When I was in the locker room, I could, it's like a tripod in there. You're an animal, David Price. <laughs> hey, hey, David Price is good. <laughs> And you're having him on uh, on the, the the Blind Mike show? Yeah, on the Blind Mike show. So we're gonna have uh, David Price. No, I'm sorry, we're gonna have Car- uh, Carabas on the Blind Mike podcast. On Can Trash you make Talk. him say something negative about the Red Sox? Is there something? Oh, I'm gonna that try. The Red Sox don't do well. Oh, I'm gonna try. Or he's gonna hang up. So that those are the two options. Uh, so I, he doesn't seem like a super sensitive guy. I think he can go with. No, him. no, of course not. Of course not. He's but not by the, the way, type of guy that like would go Steve, out. Steve Peralt is a great guy. Yeah. Who? I like him. Who? He's his co-host. Oh God, I'd never listen to that shit. Are you kidding? Oh me? yeah, I used to. I, I used to listen to Section Ten. Oh God, but what then, is wrong with you? But then, you know, we had to make a. This is a guy that also listens to stuff you should know, though. So I mean, I do. my my <laughs> podcasts, my my podcast directory. If you look at that, would would make your head turn. For a guy that hosts such an interesting podcast, you really have boring have, fucking tastes of podcasts. I have very varied interests. I can be. <laughs> I can be. I can be smart. Not like some people say. I'm wicked fucking smart. Um, No. So clearly we need to draw a line in the sand. We're going to migrate over towards more Barstool content here. So if you don't like that, goodbye. I don't care. If if you still want to listen and care about WEI, more power to you. But fuck off. I don't want you listening to this anymore. It doesn't matter to me at all. It does does not matter to me. Like we are moving on with Kirk. This is the Minifan show. So if you still want to be on Team EEI and, and, and dick around with Zambrano, I'll never talk about Zambrano again. I fucking don't want anything to do with them. I am happy that we never, that I never have to listen to that station again. I am you know, happy. You're, you're setting this up perfectly. Kirk was very recently on Barstool Radio mm-hmm. and he talked to Portnoy about that. Joe Zambrano. Do we have that? Can I quickly tell you my day-to-day back at EEI for the last time? Yes. I thought this might interest you guys. So I decided to take my farewell periscope there, went you know, downstairs to where EEI was, and I think Dave, you'll be pleased to know, Zarbano, I went to Zarbano's office for a few minutes. He wasn't there. Walked over. He literally locked himself inside the studio with Dale Arnold and a, and a member of, like I don't know, like a secretary or something, because they didn't want to deal with, they locked themselves inside the radio radio studio. I mean, he has to be fear. getting fired. Entercom has to be like the ratings are going down. We're losing our best talent. Everybody hates him. He has to be getting fired, and he's like a young kid, right? Yeah, he's in his thirties, early thirties. Yeah, I mean, he's, but I mean, you know, he's 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 stupid. He's he's got no vision. He's and he's also like everyone hates him in the building. His time will come, but it's, I, for me, like it's better that he's still there. Like as long as he's there, they can continue to fuck things up. I want him to be there forever. I want to see go how it, far man. this can go down. Where is the bottom on the cliff? Yeah. And I don't think we've clearly hit that bottom. That's what I don't think that they get. Like I am sorry. Like they think that like we're that the that the twi- the Twitter mob that the mob's coming after us. The, the, the mob doesn't care about you anymore. We have moved no. on. It's done now. As of today, it's announced. It's going the second Kirk starts pumping out content, and he's part of that Barstool universe. Nobody will ever bother you again. So, and I think they almost they recognize that there's a scent of desperation from that show, and it, it it honestly is sad. It makes me sad that this once great morning show, these titans with Callahan and and Curtis and Ken, and that they've been relegated to this. This is the best you can do without Kirk. It just goes to show 
how much he was a part, like how far his tentacles and testicles spread to every single aspect of what they did. Because without him, they're visionless. They're directionless. They are done. They are choosing to listen to management directives. That's what is going on here. And that makes me sad. It does. I really want to be done with WEEI and not going to listen anymore. I guess I listened when I did from time to time because there was a Kirk element there, but there is not going to be any Kirk element going forward. There's there's nothing. Today was the last thing, which, all right, maybe he still had some employment left on his contract. This is the last day of the month, but it still boggled the mind that they let him in the building, let alone going into Zarbano's office with Zarbano's computer unlocked. He could have gone into that computer and, and done some damage. <laughs> yeah. I, I, he should have. I watched that. I watched that. What kind of moron stunned. leaves his computer unlocked? That's that's that is office like that 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 is like like a one hundred and one office in office etiquette is that I you don't back leave. up from it's my computer a, for like a, if I'm out of reach of the computer I lock it. It's insane to me. It is completely insane from an informational security. That's a nightmare standpoint. I mean, f- fucking whatever. I mean, that's 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 neither here nor there. I gotta say. So your your thoughts on the periscope? He didn't disappoint. I thought that it was like fantastic that he i think it's also here's what's baffling it goes to show how much of a two-bit rinky dink operation that eei and intercom is that anybody can walk in anybody well anybody can call the switchboard and get to tim murphy so why should it be any different there (laughs) fair fair yes i did have a nice conversation with tim uh tim sorry things didn't work out but you know i think we decided to move in a different direction so you know you you don't have to feel free you don't have to give me a call back it's all good you know what's ironic he couldn't get into that building when he was going after felger but when he's not an employee at the same building go on in even if he's got a key card you haven't decommissioned the key card (laughs) he got buzzed in so i actually got the inside scoop so blind mike texted me um and he said starting at but i'm sorry that's a different one uh let me scroll to it okay what did he got yeah uh i can confirm that if you ever wanted to walk and enter in entercom blind guy can't fucking type any weekday between 9 and 5, they buzz anyone in. The girl at the desk probably doesn't even know who Kirk is. Wow. She, he just, she just got buzzed in. She just buzzed him right in. Oh, come on in. <laughs> Maybe that's why Dan Cilio was on the air. He just got buzzed in. He let himself Bradford in. Bradford was right. They didn't hire him. That's right. Even though uh, Dale is, uh, there were some old tweets. Sorry, Reamer. I know you hate when people resurface <laughs> old tweets. You fucking hypocrite hack. It's so wrong when people tell the truth and just post what somebody else actually said. You're going to call the police on somebody for reposting bad shit that you said reamer is the ultimate hypocrite because he's going to be the first one in line lauding media matters by pulling up old audio from tucker carlson going on with you know bubba the love sponge and making some some off-color jokes that's fine to reamer that's that's perfectly good but when it comes to pulling up dan cilio's old tweets actually saying shit that was personally offensive to somebody like like reamer oh no that's wrong we gotta call the cops on him has bradford been heard from since he did that show um, no, actually, there was a. So you mean the hostage tape? Yeah, Bradford, the one guy who actually said nice things about Kirk. I don't like Dan Cilio. We shouldn't have him here. No, Mike D actually has him tied up under a desk in his office with a ball gag in his mouth, which is something he would normally do anyway. Um, but this time, it, he, he you know he said the safe word and he didn't let him. He didn't he didn't take him out. So uh, so feel bad for Bradford uh, in that sense. This might be a good time to take a break because there are two other people who don't much care for us. Okay, let's hear him. Hi, Ryan James of the On Tap Podcast. I don't know if you listen to my latest podcast, 
but I reviewed a slice of life comedy called Booksmart. It is what everybody's pretty much been saying, the female version of Superbad. Which was a uh, funny story. Me and Blind Mike's nickname was the female Superbad in our partying days. <laughs> but anyways, the reason I'm calling is I don't know if you've heard the intro, but I actually had a really cool song on the intro of my podcast. Which can only mean one thing. Take it away. That's right! That's right! This is Mark Mercer Jr. And I teamed up with Ryan James. And I don't know if you know this, but he owns half the Blindside Network. So, uh, better look out, boys. My dad always said at the construction site, look out for your lunch pail. And that's what exactly what I'm doing. Kirk went to Barstool, so I pounced. Yup. We're gonna be doing some crazy things on uh, on tap. We're gonna have awesome music. We're gonna have crazy hijinks. The winds are change of the winds are change of blowing, boys. So hold on to your veil. <laughs> <laughs> he redeemed himself. Fucking so. In case anyone didn't know, yes, Mister uh, the Mystery Man, third man in. We will call him Mister um, Felger. Is what we will call him. Because uh, I think he had a burner account called Felger. Um, so Felgy, Felgy Welgy, or, or Marty Walsh, as Kirk has him in his phone, um, <laughs> is uh, is also the uh, the Mark Moroso impersonator and the Ryan James impersonator. So he is a friend of the show and welcome on in my book. Welcome on any fucking time that he wants, uh, even though he is a little bit long winded. Uh, I text don't care. There. He makes me laugh every freaking time he leaves a voice. He when honestly that, is more that- popular than we are. He gets more positive yeah. tweets than we do. He's he's great. He's great. When when my phone like pops um, and I see something pop up, I, I go and I if I see his number there, I'm like, oh, I gotta listen to this. This is gonna be great. No, he is. He's fantastic. Uh, and, and like a a fucking bloodhound when it comes to pulling up and and finding shit and researching shit, especially like the financial records and stuff like that. There's a whole lot there that will be revealed uh, in the coming weeks and months and 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 years. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how. It Speaking goes. of blind Mike, uh, yeah, blind Mike's gonna take a beating today. Oh, God. Uh, Poor Mike. Kirk and and Portnoy had a few things today to say about Blind Mike specifically. Blind Mike, I feel like he's probably at your front doorsteps trying to get in on that show. Do you think he's been a, do you think he's been a little strong? I feel like I'm in a fucking dateline dateline episode where like when I die he's literally the only person they're going to interview. They're going to be like 300 stab wounds. Google searches of like ways to have sex with me and murder me the night before. I guess probably Mike could do something but you would know better than me. What am I like, you know, he's mildly ta- talented. He's blind. Like I guess I can make that work, right? Yeah, I mean, like I said, we we used to have him on a computer, and you yeah. have this giant magnifying glass, like an inch away from <laughs> right. it. And, and I'm not it, sure there's, you know, it would yeah. take him. I would say two hours. What would take an able-bodied or able-seeing human to do in one second? Well, producer Jimmy, uh, uh, a belt you should bring me because I'm going to hang myself now. <laughs> I need a producer to help me with the hanging because otherwise I'm not capable of it myself. Oh Just my. like I'm not capable of a podcast <sighs> where I have to go from a microphone and then a phone afterwards. He's going to hear that and he's going to kill himself. He's going to throw himself downstairs. I feel, well, I think, first of all, I am team blind Mike. Uh, I'm not going to be a backstab in MHB and, and stab in the back. I, I'm going to give him some props. He sent me a mock-up of the new logo because I have been bitching about that hideous logo. That oh, they the have. thing that they made on Microsoft Paint? Oh, I thought yeah. that was great. Oh, no, what are you talking about? Oh, I, thought, I don't have a problem with that. It's terrible. <laughs> but it's he's, bad. he's creating a new logo. 
And Good. I'm like, oh, we're finally moving in the right finally, direction. But he's, finally. He's going to hear some of this stuff, and he is going to... He's going to flip. He's going to run in. Fr- he's going to try and run in front of a car, but then he's going to run into a dumpster at that oh. point. <laughs> oh, I got. Oh, I got. I got that. We'll end the show with uh, Mike's escapades because we want to keep still, everybody up on. In case you missed trash talk, Blind Mike broke his ribs running into a dumpster, which I think is bullshit. I think he was trying to do auto fellatio, uh, but he doesn't know that that Marilyn Manson removed the ribs to do it. So clearly, that's how he cracked his ribs. Um, so seems like there's trouble at home. I know he's talking about that girlfriend there. Not that any of us have ever seen this mystery woman. So, uh, but she's alive. we've never actually met. But every once in a while, we we get together on Skype, and she's usually in a very dark room. <laughs> she must be brunette. <laughs> So Chris from Wakefield actually asked, we'll get to listener questions in a second. Chris from Wakefield actually asked, what will Mike do to get a job at Barstool? So DC, what what do you think he would do? Uh, he would, I, I think he'd take that 100K and bring it down to about free to get in the door at Barstool. <laughs> Is that how he would start? I think the negotiations would be something like this between Mike and 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 uh, and, and Kirk. So uh, so Mike, listen, the, hey, the best I can do is I can give you, I can give you 45. Hey, well, Kirk, I, I'll, I'll do it for 30. Is that okay? Oh, you got yourself a deal. <laughs> Kirk, I'll pay you. Uh, no, I think that to answer your question, Chris, I think that Mike would, I think if he had to make smoothies from Kirk's toenails uh, and then drink them for breakfast every single day, I think, you know, I, I, I don't know, maybe he'd draw the line with doing whippets with Kirk's farts. Uh, but by the way, if, if Kirk asked me to go work for him, it's like that scene in Wolf of Wall Street with Jonah Hill where he's like, I, I quit my job right now and work for you. Absolutely. You, you fucking asked me to go work for you? Quit my job right now. Go work for you. Fuck yeah. So anyways, I was going to set that up and, and basically Kirk just shit all over Carabas. Don't send him as an envoy. And and then Dave says, whoa, whoa, whoa we're going to um, uh, 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 open up a Boston office and maybe the two of you can do a show, which uh, <laughs> Kirk immediately said, we're going to have a problem here. We're going to have our first problem. You think that you don't think that Kirk should uh, host a show with Carabas? I think it'd be great. Think that there's there's nothing there's nothing that Kirk would like more than spending the majority of his time discussing the Red Sox. So Sam Kennedy got me fired. You don't have a problem with that. <laughs> nope. Sam's a great guy. What about what about Dumbo? Dumbo's a great guy. Great moves in the off season. All right. How about how about how about that uh, mummified freak at the top, John Henry and his uh, granddaughter? I mean, his oh wife. the grand lizard well, man, yeah. Well, I, <laughs> granddaughter, his wife. Them, I've seen the two of them together, and and it's a true love story. Although although you may not look like it, I, I've seen the love in their eyes. Hey hey uh, hey, Carabas, when is Dustin Pedroia gonna finally hang it up? I'd hold out hope. It's only the sixty day DL. He can make it back for a playoff run with somebody like Dustin Pedroia. He's the laser show. He can bring it back if anybody can hustle his way back into the lineup. It's him. And Brandon Workman is a very, very good pitcher. If only they still had the mayor of Ding Dong City. Actually, no, if you're gonna do the Carabas, it has to sound like this. Like Hey Steve, um, you know, we have a barstool podcast, but we sound like uh, Moroso is uh, is producing the show. That's it's a like great. A t- that's a like a goddamn tin can. Fuck, man, you are good. You are on fire with these impressions. You are fucking on fire. That's fantastic. <laughs> Kirk announced, obviously, on his Periscope, in between him, you know, almost taking a dump uh, on Zambrano's desk. What did you? What do you think of this whole idea that he's not going to do a show on Sirius? Are, are you are you for that? Are you concerned? Do you think that takes away from some of the gravitas or some of the excitement? What do you think? I'm 100% for it for two reasons. One, I don't want to have to get a serious subscription. The second thing is, 
that that channel 85 is a mess i defy you to listen to anything but the portnoy and rig show as something that is listenable mm. that morning show where the guys didn't even know who oh my god Kurt that was, was uh, is yeah. awful will Cole, i gotta say will colonoscopy and i are not going to be great friends i, I will i i listen i'm sorry will I'm, I'm sure you're a nice guy you are about you are you are a less interesting Jermaine Wiggins and well, actually I'm sorry that's that's offensive to Wiggy because Wiggy was actually really good with us. I'm trying to think of like the most boring, dipshit, useless, meandering athlete that is on the air today, and literally take the IQ points and lower them, cut them in half, and you got Will Cole in here. I think. Oh, I think, I think that, he would be a great fit on uh, big time baseball or maybe big time basketball. Yeah, he's he does not fit the Barstool brand in my opinion whatsoever and and here's the other thing i gotta say and um i actually told kirk this dave needs to immediately fire that call screener because that call screener go didn't know who kirk minahan is i'm gonna make the case that kirk right now is the number two talent at barstool as a personality behind portnoy and, and, and he will soon to be from a radio standpoint he is by far number one portnoy uh, portnoy can't even get a fucking word out without you know stammering all over uh, it uh, uh, uh. so i would say you can make a case for big cat and pft commenter because the show yeah they're they big they're is, big time it's big yeah. big it's different but i think you've got four people you've got the the van show the pft commenter and uh the yabu guy yeah and you have portnoy it's called pardon my take pardon okay, my take so. I've never, <laughs> I've never listened to it because it's all sports. <laughs> I sound like an idiot today, but I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn just about Zach Efron on, man. They, they do other shit. But yeah, so he's part of my take. Uh, Portnoy, Minahan are probably by far, well, not, not even probably. They are. Who else? That's it. That's that. Port, in terms Portnoy of could not there. get through that show if he didn't have Riggs. Riggs is underrated. I like Riggs. Riggs. really good. I like Riggs. Kirk likes Riggs. He was good on Enough About Me. Um, he looks like the cookie monster with those eyes. Oh, big time golf with Kirk and Riggs. Like if you shake Cookie Monster and those eyes go crazy, that's Riggs. I would love to have Riggs on here. Riggs would be great. But if you look at the talent there, not from a blog standpoint, but the talent, that's your big four is you have Big Cat, PFT, Portnoy, and Kirk. You're right. So what do you think the show is going to be, though? I mean, is it going to be because he said- well, I haven't he, heard your take on Sirius. He, oh, okay, you, would you want him on Sirius? Okay, you talk, I talk, you talk, I talk. Back and forth, free-flowing conversation, right? Uh, no, so my take oh. on it- <laughs> Fuck off, Dino. I'm sta- I'm st- I'm keeping the Dino stuff. Mr. Ir- talk- speaking of irrelevant, Jesus. You, you, Mutton Callahan, say hello to Dino there. That's where you're going to be pretty soon. You could be joining him. You they know, would doing- be better off if they brought Dino there. They're going to be joining him with Airbnb posting soon enough. Believe me. Only, only $25.99 a night. Stay with Kathy and me. Here's my idea. Kirk mentioned live to tape, and he said there's going to be they're going to take calls. And I don't know like what technically live to tape means. Like, does live to tape mean that they're going to tape it and then post it, or does live to tape mean they're going to tape it, stream it, and then post the audio later? Personally, this is this I is think they're going to run it by Carlson first, and then God, no, it wasn't Carlson. Maybe Mike D is who they had to run it by. Mike D, by the way, we have to. Can we confirm, by the way, that we are perm- we are now banned from Radio.com? Is that a thing? I don't know, and nothing's been updating there, and I don't really give a shit. I mean, it's we, I, we, we, I, we're, I we're like we're like four shows past where where the last show is posted on there. I, I put it up there just to see if they would add it, 
and because you can add it to like there, oh come on though it's no co- it's no things. coincidence though it's no coincidence that the episode titled Mike D versus the <laughs> Minifans doesn't get posted that is a little too I mean I'm it's sorry so petty that is a little that is a little too coincidental that that to, to, for me to believe uh, that's a stretch I know that somebody you know some somebody like Bradford or Keith might believe something like that but or, or maybe Will Colonoscopy might believe that but no I, I don't I don't believe that um, no I think it's I think it's a petty move they realized it was on radio. Radio.com. They didn't know it was there. Yeah, they were like, they "Oh found shit!" And like, "Oh crap!" Get this down. Yep. So but they don't even take it down. No, they can't. They, they, they killed. Else. They killed the RSS feed. Talking yeah. tech with DEC. Um, here's my thought. And El Prez, uh, you're going to have to pay me royalties for this idea because this is well, honestly, anybody with a brain would do this idea as well. Uh, you do the show live. And you stream it live on the app on Barstool Gold behind the paywall. And then you post it every single day to iTunes. So everybody can get it for free. But one of the perks, because right now Barstool Gold, like right now they don't have a ton of content. Barstool Gold is their premium service that you pay a fee for. I would, I would pay it. It's like what, five bucks a month? It's, I think it's less than that. Maybe, yeah, I'm not sure what it is exactly. But Barstool but Gold. I would pay five bucks a it's month. It's a premium thing, but they don't have, they've got the Barstool documentary and they've got some other long form stuff on there. But no, 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 no. You can put comments on if you're a Barstool Gold, that's right. Gold yeah. customer. Yeah, that is worth the price of entry right there. Yeah, so so there's one of the perks right there for Barstool Gold. You can, you can do the comments, you get the Barstool doc, you can see blind mike and and kirky uh blind mike can't see you (laughs) yes yes is that was a good one um live stream it on barstool gold behind the paywall that way you can still get that listener interaction all that good stuff and then put it up for everybody for free on itunes after the fact done perfect brilliant what it does is it it elevates the barstool gold brand it becomes because people will i guarantee it you're you will double triple quadruple a hundred times the amount of barstool gold subscribers will join to hear kirk live every day I'm not sure they they are there to do that. I bet they don't have the technology yet. Or they I think know they how. do. They 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 know what they're doing. I mean, they've got Barstool has a Snapchat channel where they post live shit every single day. They've got uh, Instagram channel. They've got. I mean, they've got. They, they they know when it comes to tech. We're not talking about Entercom. We're not talking about a company that is stuck in 1984. That's stuck in the fucking Stone Ages. That doesn't even know how to get the levels right on a phone call on a podcast. These guys. This is not amateur hour any longer. As much as Barstool is a pirate ship they are one of the biggest media players i think what they're this they're the third biggest podcasting company and content provider oh, in america you get your i mean there's some really shitty podcasts on barstool but you put that yeah, it's everywhere though there, there's some shitty podcasts on the blindside there. pod network so you know <laughs> yeah so there's <laughs> you got to get the slurping. So, you know, there's there's going to be shitty podcasts anywhere you go. So I'm not super concerned with that. But Kirk is going to immediately be one of the most successful Barstool podcasts. I think that, to me, that's the best option. That way, the P1s mm-hmm. that want it live can get it live. They can call in. And everybody else that doesn't want to pay for it, they can still get it for free every single day, posted on iTunes or wherever you get your shows. So you that's, don't think he should have been put on Sirius? No. I mean, here's my thing is that I know, you know, I don't think that Barstool is super happy with Sirius, I think that they eventually will get off that platform. I know that they've actually said as much. They've talked about how I think know, it's a means to the ends right now. They've got an infrastructure in place where they could easily migrate it and do their own thing off Sirius, potentially on that Barstool Gold thing. And I think if there's one person that could pilot it and that could actually drive people, drive listeners to subscribe and pay for Barstool Gold, it would be Kirk. And this way, it's a marriage. It's the best of both worlds. You're doing the Colonnade thing where Colonnade said, 
pay the pay the monthly subscription. You can get the premium content. You can get the live show, and then you're also getting the big conglomerate and the and the powerhouse and backing of a network like Barstool. I think that is the best option, in my opinion. Regardless, whatever they do, he is now in a place that that puts out good shit. He'd be in capable hands. They're going to pump out Kirky content. And it's it's going to be great. So I I have full confidence that they're going to be able to do a fucking excellent job. This show will happen. I wouldn't actually, you know, it took what six months for for Kirk to, for Radio.com to dick Kirk around and for the show never to happen. I think they're going to have a show up and running in like three four weeks, even maybe two weeks. Yeah. Who knows? Saturday the fifteenth, great launch day. If if I were them, I want I would put him on the. I'm gonna call it the Van Talk Show again, man. I sound God, way out. Pardon of touch. my take, man. Put him on pardon my take. take. Put him on KFC Radio. You need to start listening to the Barstool podcast, like immediately. No, I'm, you need. I'm to going to start listening to them because I feel like I have no other choice but to do that. It's our world now. Yes, that, that is. Welcome to the ship. Welcome we're to the we're. Ent- do you think that they will ignore us? They'll treat us like Joey, or they'll be receptive. Well, we're we're already getting followed by Barstool personalities, so clearly they're not going to ignore us. I think that if we put out, if we continue to put out good content, um, maybe there's an idea that Kirk brings his own shows there, and and you know that that's a possibility. Who knows? I, I haven't. I don't know anything for sure. Yeah, you know. listening can go out there and and do something on Twitter and yeah. put the word out. I mean, you can yeah. help us if you like the show. I mean, as far as I mean, because we got questions on that. I don't fucking. I don't know. I haven't. T- I mean, I've talked to Kirk, but not like not about. I I mean, not about going with him, or I know that that was his original idea, but I mean, this all just happened like yesterday it was announced. So this is all up in the air at this point. So we don't really know exactly what's going to happen, whether or not he's going to have like a live streaming own network thing or what, what, I don't care. We're going to continue to do our show. We're going to continue to put out the best content that we can. And one of the things that I said that I completely believe when I was uh, eviscerating Mutton Callahan on Twitter is that. We've always strived to tell the truth and to not look down on our listeners. And that is something that all day today, Mutton Callahan was doing. Like, this is only only a genius like Joe Zarbano could orchestrate to come up with a battle with the very demographic that they are desperately losing and that they, they desperately want to keep. Right, the 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 twenty, the the, the even eighteen, eighteen to thirty five year old demographic that consumes that 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 eats the shit out of barstool sports, they are desperately losing that. And what do they do? What does this genius Zambrano do? Picks a fight. Oh, you know that's a great idea. You know that we're we're we're, we're bleeding ratings. We're seventh place. Uh, Mutton Callahan, by the way, breaking news: they were seventh in the last weekly. You heard that right, seventh. In the last weekly, um, I've heard some of the people who have been ahead of him are Maddie Siegel, definitely ZLX, definitely the guy who tried contemporary to put Christian in. music channel. Yep, they were also ahead of them. The Spirit ninety eight nine. I don't know what. If, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think so, the show that's in Detroit that plays on ninety two nine probably beating them. Yes. So when you're seventh in the last weekly, which is legit, that's 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 true. Hey Jerry, you know what I think? We should get back to landline phones. Yeah, I, I don't know if picking a fight with Barstool is the best move, but hey, who? What do I know? I'm I'm just a, I, I'm just I'm just an and anonymous troll. Sixes people on you. I'm just an anonymous troll. I'm just one of the mob now, right? You're one of, one of the mob. Come come out. The mob. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Do you want to get to questions, then we can get out of here? Yeah, I'm looking at some of this stuff too. I'm going to start with Dave Cullinane yep. because I'd like him to reapply for the position. Oh, and me I too. Think he might be considered. I think he, he would. wants to know if Blind Mike needs to wash his bed sheets every night until June 15th. 
Oh, because he's with Sporty of the National. He's he's now the uh, junior uh, janitor of the National Bedwetters Association. <laughs> I think uh, I think that Mike. Um, here's what I'll say about Kirk. I don't like con- shocker, right? I don't think Kirk's a dick. Uh, I think that if you cross Kirk, he's gonna he's gonna take you down, and sure. he's gonna enjoy doing it. But for people that have been supportive and loyal, like someone like Blind Mike, and Kirk retweeted Mike today, Kirk will bust his balls on Sirius, Kirk will talk shit to him, just like we're talking shit to Mike now. But at the end of the day, I think that Kirk is going to value the loyalty from Mike, uh, and I think that Mike will be involved in some way, shape, or form. So and Mark and Mike does have some ideas. He 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 has a good. Yeah, heart. he told me some he's of the ideas, and, and he's he's got like the stuff that he came up with is really like forward thinking stuff that would be great at Barstool, and I think that it's something that um that would be that's something that they should do. But he's got some really original ideas about how they can innovate and stuff that Barstool is not doing right now, and I think that uh, I think that there's a lot that he can bring to the table. So I think that Kirk uh, will bring Mike in eventually. Chris and Wakefield wants to know who's the next guest and the ability to get Barstool personalities. So. So here's I, I don't know if I told you um, Steve Robinson wants on the podcast on I'd love to have him on the uh, 11th June 11th is when he wanted to come on the podcast okay on the on, in the evening so he, Steve will definitely be one so we can announce that here Steve Robinson who's the producer um, not the outgoing producer DEC but the producer for Howie Carr uh, will be appearing on the show we also have you know who wants to come on the show uh, and I think that this would be fun because I would love to fight with him is um, what are they called uh, the young jerks the young jerk guy wants to come on and he wants to fight. Is this going to be as is this going to be as lopsided as uh, that other douche who came on, whose name Riccio? I don't think that. Well, yeah, that 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 troll, you know, vomit piece of human slime. Uh, no, I don't think it's going to be a complete, uh, you know, execution like it was with Riccio. But the only thing that concerns me is the guy's about as interesting as Dale Arnold reading a. Bruins media guide from 1996 or you know reading you know recipe for split pea soup from New England fat loss I mean it's not he's not the most energetic or compelling guy on air uh, which is probably why he's got like like two or three subscribers on Patreon and like not a lot of listeners even though that's not what he says but I do think it would be a good fight and somebody that we could at least kick the shit out of Lauren Lynn wants to know Portnoy said when he talked to Kirk a lot of guys want to move back to Boston. Any additional thoughts on that little nugget? Uh, well, I know that they said a Boston office was something that was in the works for a while. Mike has told me as such that they, they've, they've had talks of that for a long time, having a Boston office, because there's guys that want to move back. Sounds so, like Carabas. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Carabas definitely wants to move back. And I think that that would be probably the kiss of death right right there. If that, you know, Kirk said six to nine months, it's going to last. Well, it, it, it will. It will only last that long if he's got to go into Jared the office. Jared Carabas, the bureau chief. Yeah, I don't I don't know about that. Um, but I do think that, yeah, I think that'll probably happen. I think they'll have a Boston office. Lauren also wants to know if the Menafan show will now be primarily a reaction to the podcast. No, we're going to do the same shit. Like, we'll react if there's something to react to, but we're at the point now where I feel like we can create our own content. I mean, DEC, what do you think about that? You agree? Yeah, we've pretty much been doing that. We've been having to fill all of this time where Entercom was dicking around Kirk, so we found our own way. We can kind of do whatever it is and just go with the wave. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're not a podcast that is a reaction and recap show. We are a podcast that is in the Kirk Minahan universe, um, yeah. but we are not a podcast that is solely which contingent. Which we is can, now the Barstool universe. Yes, so we, we have the ability to create our own content, and I think we'll continue to do that.
She also wants to know, how much mashup do you think there will be with him and current Barstool personalities? Boy, I'd love to see him on some of the big shows and do some of that, but I think... I would love to see this more of a, a headbutting type thing where this is an invasion into the Barstool Yeah, universe. he was giving Dave shit today, you know, uh, and he was making fun of Dave for taking too long to come up with a sentence or something like that. So I, I tweeted out that I'd love for Kirk to do a weekly hit like maybe for like 30 minutes a week on the uh, on Portnoy show. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be great. Uh, I thought it was interesting when Kirk called in to the, that breakfast show, that awful, awful morning show on Sirius. Uh, but I will say I do like the Francis guy, but he wasn't on today, so not the best showing. Francis is is, is hilarious. I mean, he's actually is a legitimate stand-up comedian. He's fucking funny. The rest of the guys, I mean... Uh, they're talking about like you know like the tannins in the in the wine that they're drinking like what? And there's they, they, no identity. It's 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 oh to check God. in on barstool in general, but there's no rhyme or reason. It's almost like it public was access. Bizarre. Yeah, it was it was almost like an NPR segment. They're sitting there. This one has a great mouthfeel to it. I mean, oh my God. And they're doing That's this. Not why I listen to barstool. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to hear your beer and wine reviews. Sorry, but I know that we've got we've got somebody on tap. Uh, somebody on our network that does better beer and wine reviews than you can hear on the Barstool Breakfast Show. So, so uh, yeah, we'll continue to do our uh, do our own thing. Are MHB, Pray for Curtis, or Blind Mike going to get involved any way, shape, or form? I mean, you guys did keep him relevant while Entercom dicked him around. I, I guess Kirk. we'll be involved as much as they want us to be involved. Yep. Yeah. Balls. I mean, really, it's whatever Kirk wants. So if Kirk wants us to be involved, we'll be involved. If Kirk wants us to do our own thing on the side, we'll do our own thing on the side. Whatever he wants, we're good to do it. You know, we're down. We're always down for anything. We like to put out content. We enjoy doing this. So whatever Kirk wants, that's what we're that's what we're about. Yeah, and this kind of answers Joe C's question, which is, have you been offered a show on Barstool? Are you trying to get on? No, we haven't been offered. Well, We'd be happy to do you, something with Barstool, but I'm not going to go and you, I'm not going to go in and try and cut somebody's stomach up 300 times to do it. You haven't been offered. Uh, I do want to say, take this moment to announce that um, the real MHB is just signed a contract with Barstool to be the next Barstool podcast, the next great podcast. So uh, I, this was this is actually going to be my last show. Uh, just to let you know, I'm very sad. Well, about this it. is good because what MHB does best is he puts the <laughs> knife in and twists it. <laughs> and by the way, people are attacking my laugh, saying I laugh like Kirk. Fuck you, bro. Like, is there? Oh, I got. I got. What? Your, you, you had an amazing laugh with on, the the dumpster diving, right? Oh, that, I'm. I'm gonna isolate that. That's gonna be a new oh, drop. What the fuck, man? Like, you That's think a I'm great trying to laugh? Like, believe me, you. I will cop to trying to imitate Kirk in in ten different ways. I will hundred percent. Just ask me. I'll tell you. I yeah. I rip him off all the time, and like the little stupid things you say, the way I deliver lines. Fuck yeah, I'll cop to that. Why not? Of course I'm going to imitate the guy that's the best in the industry at doing it. Why? I'd be insane not to. Who do you want me to imitate? Oh, oh, do you want me to imitate Rich fucking Keith or Dale Arnold? Is that who you'd want me to, 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 to imitate? G give me a fucking break. No, but I am not imitating Kirk's laugh. Get, uh, get the fuck out of here. Why don't you go take, hey, here's, here's my middle fingers in the air as Kirk would say, sit on it and twist around, you piece of shit. The laugh is good, though. Yeah, the laugh is very good. Also, I want to take this this moment to call out. Um, I, there was a guy on Twitter. Uh, it's uh, Leo Summer um, at AC, or I'm sorry, at Aquanark. Aquanark. A Q U A N A R C. Uh, definitely don't inundate him with 
you know, uh, mean <laughs> tweets and uh, and you know, sort of uh, sort of uh, offensive remarks. And definitely, I definitely don't want you to be disrespectful towards this guy or be <laughs> offensive to him in any way. I definitely, you know, I would hate that. And of course, I want to remain above board uh, with <laughs> with everything that we do on Twitter. So I definitely would not encourage you at all to go on there uh, and 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 take him down. So he actually just uh, he, he actually just uh, re- he actually just tweeted at me. Oh. Um, I'm going to retweet it right now. Here's free- I want to know, are you the man or are you a fucking piece of shit? No good motherfucker. Here's free speech warrior slash gentle snowflake real MHB DMing me after he got his fellow knuckle dragging fanboys to mass report me because I called him a name. What happened to the marketplace of ideas? Fuck you, you piece of shit. I never reported shit. He did call me a retard, but so somebody clearly reported that, obviously, but I didn't report shit. You think Fuck I give, you think I give two shits about some some hack, some moron on a burner account with three followers? You think I care Oh wait. <laughs> I do clearly care because I'm about I'm about to rip the shit out of him. You are um, no good. You are worse than Michael Jackson. I'll tweet that out. And again, guys, I, I, the last thing I would encourage you to do is kick the shit out of this guy. I would never want to do something like that. No. I, I don't even know who he is. And if anybody's your fanboy, it's me. And I haven't been after him, but I will now. All right, man. Well, this was great. Uh, viva la Kirk. Viva. Previously on Trash Talk. I'm worried about the uh, the last couple couple weeks here because I still have 11 and a half pounds to lose. Yeah. And I'm worried because I've I'm hobbled. I've suffered an injury, <laughs> like a cracked rib. I don't know. It's what happened though. I'd rather not say. So it was a sex injury. I see. Okay. I, I ran into a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> Like we're talking a big, big ass. Like, it came out of nowhere. <laughs> we're, no. we're not talking about like your run of the mill little like plastic dumpster. No, 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 a giant, a gigantic dumpster. <laughs> how, how? Well, never well, mind. you're blind. Of I'm course. blind. But let's, in fairness, in fairness to me here, I was running, and when I get a little, a little steam going, the eyes jar around a little more. I'm not as, I'm not as focused. And uh, someone's coming the opposite direction, so I have to get out of their way, and I move to my left, and. <laughs> fucking nail the corner of a dumpster and i went down like a sack of bricks and no one stopped to help me or anything i think everyone was just like well this guy's obviously mentally challenged i don't want to embarrass him (laughs) and offer him help let's just let him hobble there on the side of the road oh magoo you've done it again (laughs) 